0: Check, check. Microphone all right, we're check. We're good. You can hear it already. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm fucking... my shit together.
1: I can't uh, believe you're uh, drinking coffee. You're crazy.
0: Not yet. Though. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Oh shit.
1: Oh my god. I got a late right. checkout. It's all good. The lady was cool.
0: Oh, you're drinking coffee. So um, let me do my intro because it's actually happening now. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. This is my fourth episode. Not at my house. I've done one. At Tim Armstrong Studio, and then one in my van last week with Milo. Um, but welcome to the podcast, Mister Jamie Josta.
1: What's up? Thank you for having me. You had finally, Milo? yeah. I I feel bad because I I never liked Descendants, and I only like one song, but it's the best song ever written. It's better than "Stairway to Heaven." What is it? Coffee mug, the liquid of choice. Yeah, <laughs> that song's a <laughs> ripper. I'll fucking I'll mosh this whole fucking hotel room.
0: Um, so before we get started. I want to say that Jamie was one of the first people to back me on having this podcast and sent me a Focusrite thing in the mind what the fuck it was. I figured out how to use it now, and that's like a recording device for the podcast. So I really thank oh, you yeah, for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the preamp. Yeah.
1: And no problems with that preamp.
0: No, I love it. And I got a little one, too, that I take with me like a, for two microphones. Okay, now I want to take it back to growing up, Jasta. Where were you born? Connecticut. Uh, New Haven. New Haven, Connecticut. Brothers and
1: sisters? Oh uh, Yeah, I have an older sister and a younger brother
0: and how was it growing up in your family Do you have strict parents were you guys religious what was it like growing up in connecticut oh we did everything mm-hmm. we, we we did the krishna we did the sikhs we
1: tried the K- protestant your we family? tried family catholic we tried wow the, yeah we one night it was like i said oh are we gonna we're gonna say the our father no no we're gonna say the Hare Krishna. I was like, what was that? Yeah, they were just they were like Are you serious? Yeah. Floating around. I don't think we did the bu- No, we might have done some boots. Were you parents shit. like hippies kind of or? Yeah, my father my father says uh he just dressed like that to get into the parties. <laughs> but uh but but you know, co- I think, you know, coming out of Vietnam, he was like, Yeah, let me do some peace and love shit. Wow. Yeah, because vietnam
0: man that messed up a lot of dudes for sure man i I have some uh relatives who was in that as well so your parents were seemed like pretty open-minded parents and right oh yeah yeah they were they tried like they were just like they're just kids you you realize that nobody's a fucking adult
1: Uh, especially anybody raising a family in the late 70s and the 80s yeah they were just kids trying to find their way too you know
0: yeah so how were you in school
1: Oh school was shot
0: but now you know what's funny is I was talking
1: to Rusty about this Okay when uh, I saw you guys in the Czech Republic Oh yeah He was like you know what man all of us and all the people like from you know his generation And a little bit younger he's like it's all fucking it was all undiagnosed ADD and ADHD and.
0: <laughs> 100% <laughs>
1: Right yeah and, and I was thinking about that shout out to Rusty um i was thinking about hyped, kids i think right oh my god they were telling me like they were telling me that i would freak out like going to kindergarten and i would be like they try to get through the door and i would hold like all the walls like trying to just like it couldn't get me through the door Mm -hmm. like no no and i and i would be like fuck that no way and i and then seriously every year was like torture until ninth grade and then i was like no i'm done i'm out
0: you quit school in ninth grade? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Okay, so we get... Getting... I was doing
1: gigs already in eighth okay. grade. Okay. I did a show
0: in eighth grade. Okay, so let's <laughs> rewind. So you, you, we, so you hated school the whole time. Oh, then, my God. And then you found music. That yeah, kind of, that yeah. That kind of made you want to well, leave school.
1: I found music real early. My parents had vinyl records, and then we had... Sick. Um, They got me like a cassette thing. You know what? I was talking about this the other day. I, I don't think it was a Walkman because we didn't have a lot of money, so it was like a, it was like the one that only played the one side. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly.
0: What I can picture right now. It was like a one-year thing. Yeah. Yeah, it
1: was, like yeah. Like, it was like for like it was like for if you were gonna do an interview with like the paper, like the local, <laughs> 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 but you could play the tape back.
0: I know. I can envision what you're talking about.
1: But then, like when work was good, like because my father would do painting or he would do general contracting, and then my I remember my mother got a retail job, and then you know when money would come in. Then it was like, we got the we got the the Walkman, not the okay. Sony, because I remember whatever brand I had, the kids were like torturing me about it. Oh, you got damn. that? Damn, that was how they were. Like I I didn't have the real Cons, I had the ones from Edwards Food Stores with the fake circle,
0: fake Converse. Wow, and man. they would be like, Yo,
1: you you you're fucking. You got the Jeepers. You got you got the Jeepers. You're, damn. And, and then I'd have to have like the. The card, like, you know, when you get the card for food lunch? Yeah, yeah. Or then you go to the corner store and you got to use the card, like the WIC. Food, stamps. Like food stamps. I would yeah. hide
0: it. You know, fuck and be man.
1: like, because I didn't want the kids to... So kids picked on you in the fuck school? Fuck with me. But then when I got to sixth grade and seventh grade, I met this kid. I met two kids, two different kids. And then I went to a camp over the summer of sixth and seventh grade. And the counselor... I had uh, I had a bunch of tapes with me. I had... Fishbone, Sick. Primus, Mighty Boss Tones, Pantera, and something else. And he was like, he was like the cool guy. He's like, yo, <laughs> check this out. He, he showed me Judge. No way. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. He played me Judge. I was like, this shit is hard. And then when I wow. went back after summer camp, I went to school, and I said to this one kid, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I heard, I heard Judge. And he was like, oh, yeah, let me, I'll make you this tape. So he made me a tape. It had Arise. It had Biohazard, self-titled. Yep. It had Mucky Pop. Yep. It had Murphy's Law.
0: It's a sick mix.
1: Yeah, the mix was sick. And it had, um, what else did it have on? It had some more metal shit, too. It had,
0: uh, fuck, what were they called? How old were you? Pff, 13, 12, 13. And what kind of music have you heard before? Like just like basic rock and roll stuff or... Like what you listen to before? Oh yeah, that. just
1: like Guns N' Roses, Metallica. Okay. My sister had like that split second where she was into, um, because we before the mall closed in in uh, in downtown. Yeah, there was a place where you could get the patches. What year Punk was? Patches. What year was White Snake? Was it eighty five?
0: I don't know. Man. I remember
1: going to the mall and being like, I like that White Snake song, that one song. Okay. And that, I think it was eighty five, so I was <clears> probably <throat> like nine. Holy shit. And then you know from Whitesnake, I think it was probably 86, 87, 88 was all that like Guns N Roses, Metallica yeah. um and then 90 90 probably 9091 was when I got into the when I did the camp and then got into the the camp the other shit. What year did Damn. that what year did that Primus came out? That might have been 90 or 91.
0: My name is Mud. No, the one before that. <laughs> okay,
1: before that. Yeah, because once they got big, I was that like, was oh, no, it's too yeah. big now. Like, you know, know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So you, just, you listen to all kind of, pretty much all types of music. Then you heard The Judge. And then you got that mixed cassette with all those bands on it, right?
1: Yeah, but also we had a, we had a, a public access show. Okay. This is before we got the color TV.
0: Okay.
1: You, like we had the black and white TV. And so when we got the color TV, we got cable. Okay. But on the black and white TV, we had the local public access, and I saw Queensrike, I saw uh, Suicidal. Sick. That Joined the Army tape, I played that fucking tape. What year was that? Was that 90? It was, it was
0: early. It was before that, man. Had to be like I, 80, 88, maybe. You know? I probably
1: got it in 90, though, because yeah. Rhymes Records, I could take the Q bus to, to Chapel Street and go to Rhymes Records. So and, uh, you were a skater, too? I mean, I, I hurt my knee. I, I was like a wannabe skater. Like one, like once I hurt my knee, I was like, well, I can't do shows and I can't, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do one or the other because I was already in bands at 13, 14. So what was the first band? We called it, it was called Dreadnought, but then we, I think. Was it called Dreadnought? Yeah, but then I think we we found out there was another band or
0: something. So we tried to spell it a different way. And you sang in that band?
1: Yep. And, and did you want
0: to be a singer at that time? We just loved the music. It's like, I want, I want to be, I want to play music. Like, what was... was I just was, grabbed the mic at their yeah. at their practice and was like, ah, I'm going to do this. Wow. Yeah. And be, before that, were you like... Uh, were, you, were you getting good grades in school or you just, you just fucking hated it from day one? I just hated it. But did you do good? Did you try to do good?
1: Uh, I think I did okay up until like the 6th, 7th grade.
0: You play sports too?
1: Yeah, actually. The, the You know what's fucked up is... I think I I have a different opinion of weed now. Okay, I don't I don't think weed is bad. I don't even look at it really like as a as a serious drug. I know some people think it's really because it's so powerful now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's really dangerous. Some people are. I mean, I get letters from people that are like, "Yo, man, you know, as for someone who doesn't drink, you really should, you know, not talk so positively about weed." But I'll say this: like mm. in the ninth grade. We didn't have a gym at our school. So you had to be bused to another school to do sports. Wow. Okay. Because my school was in the inner city. Yeah, yeah. And it was for um like kids that weren't doing well in a normal system. Okay. So and then I would see like the jocks, they they like they were they weren't like mean to me, but I had more in common with like the punk rockers and the yeah. And um, you know, sort of like the the misfits and the artsy and the weirdo people. Yeah. So going to the artsy weirdo school, but having to get bussed over to the other oh, school, regular high school, which was Sports. Wilbur Cross, which was you go over there, and then it's like you know if you had the skater cut with the dye, you know, then it was like you you're gonna have problems. I mean, it okay. was, and then I was like, these motherfuckers are adults up in here. Like there was mm-hmm. dudes on the baseball team that were like grown men with fucking beards 62 damn like like that was when i realized like a freshman is way different than like a senior <laughs> right so
0: true yeah man yeah and totally.
1: and they thought they knew everything yeah and i was just a a peon mm-hmm. but then i made the team okay now i wasn't really going to play my father came to a couple games and then i started smoking weed so what how what, how old are you then? 14? Yeah. I think so. That was yeah. the first
0: thing you kinda that's the first thing you kind of tried?
1: No, no, I had already tried acid. I'd already been drinking. Damn. Yeah. They used to put crack in the blunts. We called them woolly blunts.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh embalming fluid. We would buy the, the they called it the illy. We would buy the cigarettes and smoke the cigarettes with embalming fluid on it. Holy Dude, we sh- were crazy. Someone told me that's PSP. PCP. PCP, yeah. I was like PSP is the the state <laughs> the game. The,
0: so, but was it because the people you're hanging out with at the time that exposed you to that type of shit? Wasn't yeah it?
1: because we go downtown mm. and then you there was like in the winter you could go to the grates which pump out like all the hot air exhaust probably was terrible to be breathing this shit in for sure. You know from Yale and then we'd yeah. go to the coffee shop, we'd go to the record store and it was all just fucking freaks hanging out. Okay, but so. When you when I smoked weed, I I got I, cool ideas for flyers and T-shirts and songs and lyrics and stuff. But then I had no desire to to go back and play baseball. So mm. I was like, so- "Fuck that! I'm out."
0: So you were writing, you started writing songs at that young age. Oh yeah, you know what's fucked up? And I was thinking
1: about this because um, my daughter was trying to get into some program, some. Uh, not like a i think it was like a co- like a college course but not when you do like the full semester but you just take a couple okay and something happened she didn't get in or she applied for something didn't get in and i was like that happened to me after i was going to quit the regular school yeah i wanted to go to this other school it was like educational center for the arts i think it was called okay and so i wrote a bunch of poetry and submitted it and they were that's like that's awesome well they were like this is This is not up to par. You can't get in. And plus we have, uh, you know, all these other people who are ahead of the line who whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. I said, I'm going to Milwaukee. I'm going to play with Strife and I'm going to play with fucking uh, (laughs) Chokehold or whatever with my band. And they were like, yeah. Good luck with the band. Have fun with that. Wow. Yeah, they were dicks. And so then that's when I realized Then I went to a guidance counselor and I was telling him about the band. I was like, yo, we played on the New Haven Green. There was hundred kids. They were singing the words. They knew the words. He was like, he gave me that like, have fun. So then I realized this and this is not all teachers. There's great teachers out there. But I realized that these were people that somebody threw cold water on their dreams and they were stuck in a job that they hated. Mm. So I would just look at them And I would go I'll never be you You're a sucker mm. and, then, and then There was one point When I got expelled Because of some graffiti shit I had nothing to do with it But I okay. was there Guilty by association Right And so I got expelled Fuck Yeah And they, they fucking tagged The whole school It was bad What grade was that? Um. But this was the thing These kids These were One of the kids Is no longer with us Okay So I could talk about it now but these were kids where their older brothers and other family members had told me do not say anything and so Ooh. i had i knew early on that in that world there was a, a a strict code of the streets strict no snitching so it was it was give them up and stay in school or Get Holy expelled. Shit. So I got expelled.
0: And your parents didn't know that nothing. White? No, they
1: did. They did. My father was like, "It's all right. They don't. You don't need to go there, anyways. You know, and you don't want trouble. And you know, it's all good." Like,
0: Fuck. you
1: know, because my father had grown up, you know, in the in similar situations, and yeah. new, and especially out of Vietnam, you see what a lot of those guys had to do because oh, reintegrating into society was hard. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of felt a little. Uh, out of step with With normal society Pardon the pun there Yeah no Did no. you ever get him On the show Yeah yeah He's he's anti-Mosh So I'm not down I, I don't back him But okay. But <laughs> In a way I have to thank him Because mm-hmm. there would be No hate breed Without him Throwing us out of the show
0: We, have to, we might just get to that Right now Because I don't know what you're talking about Yeah
1: because we were psyched They were, All they said was Yo it's members Of Minor Threat Okay. So we're like Really So we go to the show We think it's fucking Going to be we can't believe it. We think it's going to be stage diving. Yeah. We think it's going to be hard pitting. Oh, no, no, no. This was girls with armpit hair and food not bombs table and, um you know, and nothing wrong with either of those things. Mm-hmm. But they looked at us like we were cavemen.
0: What year was I Probably around the first
1: time they played it. Maybe 90, 91, 92. was in Connecticut. Yeah. They were like, you, you get the fuck out. Don't stage dive. Don't push anybody. Don't invade any personal space. That was the first time I heard safe space. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I was like, super bummed. I was like, yeah, Fugazi sucks. I was like, this sucks. I was like, I'm going to start some fucking hard shit. I have motherfuckers diving off the fucking PA, diving off the balcony.
0: (laughs) That's inspired you. Yeah. Holy shit. What was the band you at that what band were you in at that time at that moment? I think I was in Josta fourteen at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's rewind a little bit too, cause so 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 know, we opened for Sick of It All. <laughs> okay.
1: And we- and I and I had briefly, you know, saw you and I think That's Tim, right, that's right. And um and we were like, Oh man, those are those guys from New York. They're cool. They got tattoos, like mm-hmm. they got like cute girlfriends and like, you know, they're like <laughs> older, you know, like and then, like people would like throw it down at the show. Like you go and you'd be like, "Oh, this is a little scary, actually. Like, oh, like, this then, guy's yeah. going a little too hard. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe this is what maybe this is the shit Fugazi hates." Mm. And then I'd go back to you know like downtown or the yeah. record store, and then I would hear like I, that's when I started realizing that there was corny shit in the scene, like Fugazi. And I no disrespect. I'm just saying as a mm-hmm. you know as a fourteen fifteen year old. Yeah, I'm playing fucking "Arise" and "Biohazard" self-titled, yeah. and just look around on my on my fucking one-eared For Walkman. Interviews, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm not trying to hear about fucking "Born Against" and fucking okay uh, Fugazi and that shit. That's when I and There's I look a
0: bunch of different parts of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, one. this shit's
1: so segmented. You got the whiners. That's what I looked at it as, like okay. whiny shit. And then I would do shows at a collective called Studio 158 where they have to like vote and there you know and, and then I saw as I w- as I wanted to do my thing I was like there's more rules and more fucking whining in this than there is at school and mm-hmm. fucking
0: oh, I got you yeah 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 so yeah.
1: and and there was a lot of great people that put up put on great shows and but you know
0: you put on shows young right
1: yeah and I was like I always respected their work ethic like I always respected Fugazi keeping it real to the point with like the $5 shows but I was yes. like I was like yo I got fucking bills man I don't live with my parents I got and I got then, a fucking I got a daughter on the way like by that point
0: you know oh, yeah how old are you
1: when flash forward five years yeah and now I'm about to be 20 and I got a daughter on the way and I'm like I need to fucking play a, a $15 show yeah and sell some shirts for 15 bucks. And then, yeah. you know, and then you see the whiners and you're like, well, yo, I'm trying to do what I love. Like, are you going to support me or are you going to fucking stick to all these rules and all this shit?
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: And, yeah. you know, you were able to balance it for a long time both ways, but they turned on you eventually, for too. Sure, yeah. You know, and then never, that's never
0: never to your face, obviously. Right, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You do yeah, all totally. this
1: shit, and you you set up a hundred fucking five dollar shows, and you and and I did shows for all those whiner bands. Yeah, and all those people that then they would they weren't even grateful. Like you would have had a fucking day off, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, you put on a lot of shows. It was like a skate ramp in there too, right? It was at a skate. Park yeah, I where? did every venue. Yeah, we played a bunch of shows. You put a bunch of shows on for us back then, some of the first shows. How long did you book shows for?
1: <sighs> years and years and years. Yeah,
0: and, and so. So when were you officially out of school? Was it ninth grade? That was it for you?
1: Yeah, I think I tried to go a like one, like month in the tenth grade, and then it was. But then I did get a. There was a place um, in West Haven that said they would give me the my GED. Oh wow! So I went and got the GED. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, your parents, they were really kind of like insisting on that. I was yeah. already living on my own, and my mother was like. We were kind of estranged at that point. It's all good now. We're like, we're all, it's all water under the bridge. But at that point, my father was in the v, in and out of the VA, you know, okay. with PTSD from Vietnam. Yeah. So I was living, I lived with Desi from Mine War. Okay. For a little bit and Brian. Desi went on to being high on fire. Okay. Then I lived with these other dudes. Um, I would bounce around. And then when my father was finally like getting his life together, got a job. We moved above my grandparents Okay. with my two uncles. So we lived above them. Then my father met a great lady, Kathy, shout out to Kathy. We moved out of the city, which was great because then I could focus on the music Yeah. and get away from that whole circle, which at that point, a lot of people, there was some other shit that went down too that we were witness to, that we had to not talk Damn. about. And yeah, yeah. What's fucking? What's crazy too is one of those guys in this one incident that had happened, where we weren't supposed to be at this party. Yeah, and something bad happened. I seen him like fifteen years later when he got out. He came shit. to Irving Plaza.
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. So like, just things like that that you don't realize. Just wrong place, wrong time. It could change your life forever, yeah. forever.
0: You know. Imagine the internet back then, or phones back then, and oh. cameras.
1: They they tried to cancel me. Did I tell you about that? They tried to cancel me for some shit like from fucking twenty five years ago or twenty. You you, they canceled. They tried to cancel you. And they, they brought. They kept bringing it back. Like every five years. Like anytime I got like any big gig or anything, they they would come out of the woodwork. And so now,
0: about something back then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And so now it's funny because when I see them going
0: after people I'm like who's they? It's the people like to go out and cancel people. Yeah, I'm like it's the cancel generation they call it. Yeah. Well, you know Kanye West is canceled. Like stuff like that, right?
1: Like it's it's like the new generation of whiners and complainers. Okay. It's like you're focusing your energy on someone who's not your real enemy to a certain extent, of course. Everybody's got some sort of dirt are we gonna go fucking dig it all up and fucking be like hey don't let them tour don't let them play this venue or are we gonna focus on ourselves and and our our own shit and our own little inner circle that instead of trying to tear people down lift the people up that we can yeah i agree but it is super disappointing when you try to lift somebody up and then they fuck up Mm -hmm. so you gotta i guess just work on you know Yourself. deciding you know who <laughs> who 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 you're going to uh yeah. who you're going to get behind and who you're going to try to lift up
0: so, so so what what was the turning point for you you said you were partying as a young kid did that continue on through your life through all, all your musical career partying to it, at one point you said I, I, enough is enough for you like what was it oh, yeah. for you oh yeah 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 you you once you
1: start chasing that fucking feeling you're, you're fucked because you're caught in this uh, this loop, yeah. this rat race where you, they're like, oh, you got to get up and you got to play live on the radio in Chicago at fucking 7 a.m. drive time radio. But you were out till 5 a.m. and yeah. you just fell asleep for 45 minutes. You wake up and your fucking head ah. is pounding and, and your fucking lips are sticking together and your tongue has fucking got fur on it. Fur. You're in there. <laughs> you ever have that? Like you're so dehydrated. <laughs> you're fucking... <laughs> You're like, and then what do you got to do? And you do that over and over again every day. Oh, tour. my God. There was one time where somebody gave me a pile of pills. And this was right when I got a, what was it, a T-Mobile Sidekick? Sidekick. Shout out to the Sidekicks. They were sick. They were great. You could Google. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love those shit. Thank God you could go on the web browser. mm mm-hmm. Because I looked at the pill, and I looked up what it was. Before I took uh, it Wow Right And I broke it in half And then I drank a beer Dude I was so fucked up If I You know how you hear All these poor people These poor kids Like this rapper kid They just take a pill They don't know what it is yeah. They're done They're gone rap yeah That's done It's true I was on a flight with this kid it, He was I seen his name up in the thing Because he was ahead of me On the upgrade I was like Fuck this motherfucker He's gonna get my seat <laughs> And then he did And so I asked my daughter I go who's this kid? I know he's a white rapper. And she's like, "Oh my god, he dates um he he dates uh um Arianda um Grande." Oh, it's Mac Miller.
0: Yes. Damn, rest in peace.
1: Right? Damn. Right? So I'm so he gets upgraded. I'm like, and I'm asking my daughter, and he's she's like, "Oh my god, he's great. He's you, you would like some of his songs or whatever." So we're getting off the flight, and I was gonna say, "What's up?" Yeah, and say, "Yo, my daughter's a big fan, or whatever." Totally. And but I couldn't find him. Yeah. And then, like, a couple weeks later, he's gone. Oh wow! Is that is that recent? Wow. And I was like, "That's just one bad decision." And I, I, dude, I was so that one especially hit me like, "God damn, I fucking dodged so many bullets." Yeah, you did. Because th- especially Wha- when you're on tour, and our old guitar player had said some stuff in his thanks list mm-hmm. alluding to drugs. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was like a message mm. so that fans could kind of hook oh, him up.
0: Shit. What? Yeah. That's fucking crazy
1: Yeah I think if you I think if you Underlining his,
0: message Like hey Hit me up When you come to the show Is that what I want Kind of thing Like, I think so Secret drug code Or something Yeah so
1: then Sometimes people Would give them to me And be like Yo give them to
0: him Got you And they did him in Yeah So well, You know Were you like On a self destruction mode Even though you're having So much success And you were doing that During the prime of Everything I mean your band Still does great But you were like You was killing It wasn't like You were having A shitty career but you just wilding out every night. It was just part of it. You felt like that was part of what you had to do. And you loved it. And you feel like you needed that to perform or be you, you think? What was it? Because it's like, crazy because you, you stopped doing it. And your band's still doing great. You've had such a longevity career. It didn't affect your career. Oh, you know, well, it, it affected, did. It did?
1: Yeah, it did. Because then those bands... I always feel like once you become like the not fun guy... You don't get invited, <laughs> like you don't to get the parties inv- anymore. <laughs> you know, which it's is no, Which sorry. is fine. I'd rather do my own party and be alive. True, <laughs> no, for sure. But but uh. I was talking about it with Al because on that tour we were watching Lemmy and we we're like, how the fuck does he do it? Because it was mm. it was it was '99. Motorhead, Dropkicks, breed, Scarhead oh. was on some shows. Oh, wow um i think when we dropped off i think maybe blood for blood got on some shows or, or maybe they got on in, in, in place of scarhead i forget that's but a sick tour man it was it was wild but i would see like so lemmy would be up sometimes the load-in would be 10 a.m and he'd be up and he'd be playing pool and there'd be strippers there already and Damn. there'd be bikers there and shit and like living it man oh man and then so then what are you going to do like Lemmy's got poured you a glass of Jack Daniels, like you're gonna say no. And mm-hmm. I'm just a kid. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit. And Lemmy's got like two hot like black strippers with fake tits, and they're bending over playing pool. I'm like, this is some rock star shit. Fuck. Um. But so then the dancing tour, then the Soulfly tour, then the Sepultura tour, then the Slayer tour, then the Ozfest. One so, after another with you, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Then the then I got the job at MTV. Yes. So then it's like, yo, so-and-so's in town. Yo, go to this party. Oh, go to the VMAs. Go to the fucking Grammys. Go to the... so full-blown living it, man. Like- oh, dude.
0: Crazy. Like, nonstop. Like I came from sleeping.
1: Japan. Yeah. My daughter, my mom, and my girl flew out. I had partied so fucking hard in Japan that when we got to the Grammys, we walked the red carpet with my daughter. We shared the limo with Slipknot. It was, it was, she was scared. She had her little white dress on. She was like freaking out looking at Clown. Like, oh, no, wow. daddy. This is, no, dad. I don't, they look scary. That's so we, amazing. We walk the red carpet and I'm still bombed from Damn. Japan. Fuck. We meet Bonnie Raitt. We meet Paul Abdul. I met Duff and his wife. They were all like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Who's your date? You know, like me, like my date is my little daughter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I couldn't even go in. I wanted to see Slipknot win so bad. We lost to Motorhead, so it was okay. So we saw Lemmy, and we saw Mickey D, and Phil, and we were like, yo, if you're going to lose to anybody. Which album was that? Well, they, they won for a cover. Yeah. So that was kind of like, damn, it was Rise of Brutality.
0: But yeah. so so then. We live for this, right, 2004? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then we get back to the hotel. I see Biz Marquis in the elevator. Sick. I'm so fucking hungover. I'm so miserable, but I'm a fan of Biz Marquis. so I go Biz.
0: Oh my god, can I get a picture? And
1: I just bought this like dope digital camera in Japan.
0: Yeah, they I always said the cameras, the advanced cameras, always over there. Yeah,
1: I said, I said, yo, I'm in like, and and I'm I'm fucking shot. And I did at that point. I had cracked a beer, even though I said I would never drink around my daughter, and because we were at the Renaissance. And they have like that bar in the lobby yeah. and everybody DMC was down there. Sick. I said what's up to him. Yeah, I
0: know you're friends with him now. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so I get in the elevator and I said to Biz, like, Oh, I want to get a picture. I was like, Yeah, we're, you know, we're we were nominated. We're, like some metal shit. Like, I don't know if you would like it. He goes. He goes, Why why wouldn't I like it? Yo, like he got mad, offended, Damn. like real quick. And so I thought, like, this is like some stupid shit that I said, like because I had been drinking, right? And I was like, no, I don't, I don't mean it like that. Like I just meant, like, I don't know. Like I don't, I, I knew like rapper dudes who were metalheads. I didn't think he was one. Not of back
0: all. then, yeah, seemed, yeah. Right.
1: And but then I started thinking, like, yeah, like KRS is now sick of it all, and like, you know, Anthrax did the shit with Public Enemy. Oh, when well, he
0: know that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But
1: so then we got up to the hotel room, and I now I'm
0: like overthinking. So you didn't get a picture of him. He was a weird it was a weird moment. I did,
1: but it was blurry and it was like I was bummed out.
0: That sucks.
1: And I was, I knew then that I had to quit. I was like. Oh, wow. Because then they all wanted to go to the parties. So I told my girl and I told my mom, go without me. Okay. And I'll stay here with Maddie. She went to bed early. She was shot, and I was shot. And then they came back at like. Two in the morning, three in the morning. My mom was like, "Oh, we met Kevin Bacon. We met Kira Cedric. We met." <laughs> you know, they were psyched, you know. It they were psyched. They had a really good time at the parties. So, but I was so shot mm. that f- I tried to go sober that time because I was like, my daughter cannot see me wasted. And they were like, "No, you were fine. You were fine. You didn't say any- you didn't do anything wrong. Like you, mm. you, you weren't drunk. You had one beer, whatever." But I, in yeah. my mind. I'm like, this is what I... I don't want Uh, this feeling anymore. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because it's... And that's when I realized, and this goes back to what Rusty was saying, I had this weird deficit. Like, I had this weird... Like, my attention would go to one thing and I would hyper-focus on the negative. And then what would help me not do that? Have a beer, crack a Vicodin. That was my thing. Have a half a Vicodin or a half a Xanax, crack a beer. And then all of a sudden... I can do a meet-and-greet with fucking 500 kids at, at, at FYE or at yeah. the Oz Fest. Yeah. But then yeah. what I'm telling them, and they're pouring their heart and soul out to me, they're, they're, you know, your music changed my life. They got my lyrics tattooed, and they got my face tattooed. And I'm having to give them a, a disingenuine mm. booze-pilled response because the pressure's too much. Yeah. You know? but th- But you but, put the pressure on yourself a lot obviously mentally right like well right before that i had tried going sober one time as well okay right after metallica played perseverance on headbangers ball and then i got the job okay then i interviewed them and then i saw that james could be sober because he's like look if i can do it yeah so then after that cycle because on that rise of brutality cycle that was Yeah, I I went back to drinking I toured with Vinnie and Dime What are you going to do? You're going to tell Vinnie and Dime No Mm -hmm. Right? You're just in it man Yeah you're like Then I saw them again I saw Metallica again Yeah And James had put Perseverance on his uh, iPod Sick And I was like Look, he's in the biggest fucking band in the world. I think my meet and greet is is challenging with five hundred kids. Yeah. He's got fucking thousands of people chasing him around. He can't go anywhere yeah. without people up in his face. He has yeah. to have security around it. I'm like totally. I'm like, my problems are nothing. Like I could be I can do this. And then the you know, by the time 06, end of 05, 06, yeah. then I was like, all right, I'm done. And I haven't touched booze since
0: since two thousand six. Yeah. Two thousand five, two thousand six. And think you started doing like marathons and shit too, running and shit, right? did weren't you?
1: I did, I did well not not marathons. The most I ever did was a ten K. I did still I did awesome though. I did a lot of five K's, ten K's. Um I did that, you know, obstacle course shit and so yeah. I gotta get back I have to get back on that. Is I it got, a struggle still? I, I got You'll a little disenchanted with some of it when I learned about the charities, like and how much the people were taking. Mm. That was a, that, even with my sister, my sister, I don't want to say the charity, my sister did, we did a, my sister did like a 50 mile walk, something crazy. Oh, for those kind of charities, I got you, got you, yeah, yeah. And then I was, and then I had heard like what the CEO or, I'm like, yo, you're a charity, you're taking that much fucking money off the yeah, top? That's shady, man. So that, I got out of that, I got out of doing all those races, because that was my thing, like I was like, yeah. I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do it just for nothing, I'm not going to go run a fucking 10K on my own if I'm going to go do that. I want to inspire somebody else. I want the money yeah. to go to somebody. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I got to get back into that.
0: Yeah. So you sober since 2006? How many years? Well, no, I don't want to
1: say sober because I've taken like you know a space cake in Amsterdam or all right. I ha- I I had the fucking weed popcorn in San drinking. Fran. You right, drank. right. 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 That's Boo- huge, man. That's huge. booze is evil, man. I don't want to be on a preacher shit right now, but I yeah. think. I think in 10, 20, 30 years we're going to find out that we relied to we're going to find out that it causes much more than just dementia and and liver failure and and different sort of cancers and, and 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 I guess
0: you say the same thing about the meat industry too 10 years from now. I
1: I really do man. I really back I, that I think too. it's going to be like how cigarettes were. 100%. And um I know, you know, people are going to write me and say, well, you took a fucking huge Jagermeister check and you took all these fucking checks. And you know what I did, man? And I, I you know what? At least I used the money for good. Mm-hmm. At least I, you know, saved for my kids' yeah. future and shit. I I don't like it. I don't like the fact that that maybe people left the show and fucking drove off a cliff or fucking beat their kids or beat their wives on fucking booze. I don't
0: like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like thinking about that. Yeah. But it's not <clears> my <throat> choice. Yeah. No, for sure, and you and you and you party a lot of your life anyway. So it's like, it's like you experienced all that, and to get like a meister sponsor or something like that to help do something positive with you, it makes yeah. What's what's that makes sense, it make sense? makes sense to me. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that goes back to like how everybody's like in everybody else's pockets and, yeah. and trying to find the hypocrisy. You know what? I I remember I was living above my grandparents. My dad was in the hospital. My uncle was smoking crack. My other uncle has cerebral palsy and, you know, was just trying to keep a job and just trying to pay the bills and, you know, just have some dignity and decent way of life. Right. And Earth Crisis came to stay with me. And I remembered here and there conversation, like just how everybody was just fucking just in their business, like looking at what they ate, looking at what they were wearing, looking at their sneakers, looking,
0: just trying to find the hypocrisy. And even before the internet, they were getting ridiculed like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and
1: then when I set up the show, I had pro-choice people coming. They were going to try to shut the show down because they thought Earth Crisis was a pro-life band Damn. and all this stuff. And I just remember thinking, like, this is not how we get ahead as a fucking
0: mm. society. People and, putting meat in their doors of the cars. Yeah. All that shit.
1: And like and like trying to like smoke in the front row and blow the smoke and, sh- and I'm just like, and so now that the, this type of stuff is still going on where everybody's like trying to one up each other, mm-hmm. it's it's like we've come so far in certain areas, like yeah. our collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. But then in other areas, it's like reverting back. Yeah, I was talking about Kate this with Mendes. Butch Walker today, like because he was talking about Queen and mm-hmm. and how it was like he couldn't tour towards the end or he couldn't go out and it was like shameful. And I thought, God, it's so amazing that as humanity, we've come along now where if somebody was suffering like Freddie Mercury was, if they were suffering like that now, we would rally behind them and be like, no, get up there, play the piano, do what you love. We're not judging you. Love who you wanna love.
0: 100%. And
1: so in that aspect, as a society we have, some of us yeah. have,
0: you Involved know, all of them being open. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Because we'd be like, look, w- 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 there's such a finite amount of time we get on this planet. W- your songs are amazing. You're a great person. You're. Yeah. Yeah. You made mistakes like everybody else. Like, you know, the, how they show in the movie where, you know, there was everybody's got their drug problems or yeah, their, yeah, yeah. their booze problems or their. Yeah. Communication issues Where they have the falling out With the bandmates Or the family member Or whatever mm-hmm. We all have p- yeah. Problems like that But totally. But if you had the chance now To see Someone Who's a great artist Totally Whose words or voice Or music Made They're your life better most people. Yeah man You would You would rally behind them No matter what The societal sort of stigma Yeah Was Did you see the Joker? No
0: yeah, it's very it's a very important movie for 2019. Everything's happening with uh mental issues and stuff and mental awareness and it's really dark, man. It's not what people can expect. Really? It's not a superhero movie. It's not for kids. It's like real life shit. Yeah. That's why people really connecting to it. it I walked out like to- I had I couldn't even say, I walked out like completely numb. Just like just the whole thing is really heavy. Really? It's really it's important. Yeah, it's a really important movie for people Yeah. To see. see. I don't
1: know if I'm going to go see it. I don't know. I got to go, I gotta wait till I'm in the right headspace. Yeah,
0: it's it's not what you
1: expect. Because when I was at, like, my lowest, I used to, like, I used to... <laughs> I have a buddy of mine. He would call me to, like, check in on me. Be like, yo, how you doing? How's everything? You know, and I would be like, yo, just... I would say, just trying to stay off the evening news, man. Just mm. trying to stay off the evening news. I like that. Right? And that would be my thing. Like, uh, so if I could just stay off the fucking evening news...
0: <laughs> Holy shit.
1: <laughs> so, like, that movie makes me think of that. Like, yeah, yeah like like... I'm not trying to say like I'm a tough guy or I'm a maniac or anything like that, but you know, there's been times where if you caught me on the wrong day,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I might hurt myself or somebody else.
0: That's fucking crazy, but, but it's crazy because your grind has been so strong since then. Like with Hateware, with Stillborn Records, all the records you did, even partying, you, you've always been working though. Like you've all, you all. You you, did, you worked really hard to get where you are, man. Thank you, man. No, from booking I, I just, the shows as a little kid, all that shit.
1: Just trying to stay out of the dark river, man. It's always flowing. It's always there.
0: Did you ever want to quit any quit music stuff? Oh yeah, all the time. But
1: just dude, there's constant vindication push that's the, you right back though. That's the that's the one thing is like all the failures they make you have the perspective. They give you the perspective. So totally. like, so then like. And you know man Totally for sure You know You did yes. the major label grind You yep. had the fucking Little whiners Yep You know And then you come back With the record With the comeback record mm-hmm. You gotta have peaks and valleys
0: 100% It's a journey yeah Right With nothing to prove Yep For sure it's But you But
1: I gotta bust your balls You, you should have been doing An album a year
0: I know, we, 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 we
1: slack on the records, man. You, if you had been doing an album a year, you left so much money on the table. Not that money's important to that extent, but I'm just saying, like, now, with these bands that are dropping an album every 18 months... I know,
0: man. How many albums you guys have? 11 albums? <sighs> I think it was 11. Well,
1: no, you gotta think I do, you know, because I did the other projects, so... I know. but But... But still, as far as your concern is, <laughs> you and Ignite, you both had, like, these massive mm. comeback records, right? Like, they had, like, the darkest days. You had nothing to prove. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, around the same time, too, because we did that tour together. That's right. And people didn't even know your old shit. They knew the new shit.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's still our biggest shit now. It's fucking crazy, man. It's, it's but crazy. you should have followed, both of you, you should have followed We did. We up. took a long six-year between, yeah, we took too many long, I know, man. So what is your That's cycle? That's the ADD. Yeah. Or ADHD or undiagnosed <laughs>
1: fucking <laughs> some shit. Right?
0: Yeah, it's true. We should have way more records than we have for 25 years as a band. How, How many, many years you they beat together for now? 94. Fuck, same with us. 25 years. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. How many albums you have now? Six. Yeah, you got to get cracking,
1: man. <laughs> what's? what's... <laughs>
0: We're going to start now with more.
1: You got to. Just start, start dropping them
0: was, was there a point Where was the point for we were Like holy shit Like this is like I guess you could say career Or like this is You guys are like We're big And this is fucking connecting it, it Like was there a point with that Or you realize like Holy shit we can do this for a long time
1: There's like multiple points I was I was thinking about this the other day Because I went to I think it was I took a meeting with Caroline
0: Yeah And I remember so thinking Caroline's like, still around That's crazy Are they? No, oh, you talk about back then. Okay, yeah, back then, Caroline, okay. I thought I said the other day you took a meeting with Caroline. No, no, I was just thinking about a meeting yeah. that
1: I took because I found, like, I keep, I got to get rid of storage. I think that's another thing that we have. You're a hoarder? Like, yeah, a little bit. Okay. I've been getting rid of it. I'm down to, like, I was, like, at one point, I had two houses, five storage rooms. Now I'm down to one house, two storage rooms. Holy shit. Yeah. It's just everything you save? And, I, and an office I had. At one okay. point, I had two houses, an office, and five storage rooms. Was that
0: the Headbanger Ball days? MTV days? No, it
1: was after. Okay. That was only 03 to 06, but it was 100 yeah. episodes. It's still great, though. Ricky Rackman was my first episode, and then my 100th episode was Lemmy.
0: And that took you to a different level, too, right?
1: Yeah, that was not good. That was, not that was good. like, next level. That was not good for partying and stuff. The way people treat you when you're on TV is really... I don't think it's a good thing, man. I don't think... I don't People that really... It's got to be way different now for Instagram. I think it's even, I think it's even more unhealthy. Then TV was weird. Like all of a sudden, like people are like, "You're on TV." It's, it's probably like what those like Instagram celebrities are feeling yeah. now, where it's like you can't even just fucking, you you can't even enjoy your life. You can't go do anything. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just punishers everywhere. Yeah, but uh, but thinking about that Caroline meeting. I used to look at all the backs of the records and I would write the names down. Okay. And I would like try to do visualization of like. The executives and shit, like the producers or. No, I would just try to go like. I would try to say like, my band is going to be on one of these. Okay. So I would like visualize, visualize. And my favorite, one of my favorite records was Quickness um, from Bad Brains because the punk rockers didn't like it. Mm -hmm. So I was like fuck you This is great They're like oh it's metal I loved it dude I loved it so much This is so great Yeah It was one of my favorites And then I went to go see him I didn't even know it was an HR It was Chuck Mosley But the lights were dim Oh that's right They had him for a minute That's right And the place was going Rest in peace Oh my god Rest in peace Chuck Mm Mosley Fuck man Was that drugs? I think so yeah Oh See Like Man, it's fucked, man. That was an incredible record, too, we're that Faith so, and More record with him.
0: Oh, so good.
1: We're so, so lucky. So you went to the show, and it was, it was dark. Oh, and yeah. It. And the whole place was a pit. Toad's place. Oh, yeah. The whole Toad's place was yeah. a pit. And uh, a punk band opened up, a local punk band, um, which was a cool
0: band. It's yeah. band
1: Lost Gen. Cool band. But like, I saw like all the punk rockers that were talking shit were at the show. Mm-hmm. I was like, so wait. They're
0: talking shit
1: about the record, but they're fans.
0: That's so weird, right? Like yeah. I, I would,
1: I would notice these things.
0: Yeah, that's smart. And
1: so that's why, like, when I got on TV and when I, and when Heypreed became this massive band, I would go. The words don't hurt. Word, they don't do. not dude. they are still fans. They're just confused. They're just mad. Like they're just like me. Like when 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 my favorite hardcore bands blew up. Oh fuck them! No, the no, the shirts are fucking twelve bucks. So then I was like, how do I not become? Yeah, the whiner. How do I not yeah.
0: become? They're not playing the basement no more to ten kids. Right? How do they're I? They're my band. <laughs> I found them first. I have their fucking demo. Yeah, so yeah. It's a weird thing where like they love you, and then the minute you become successful. And get to do what you love for a career, you're a fucking sellout. It makes no sense. Man. Or
1: you, or you just change a guitar part, and yeah. a, or you change your tone, and like oh, it's now it's metal.
0: And you can't. No. You have to make the same record over and over again. You don't <laughs> have to do that. You have to be ex- experience shit, <laughs> I, so, I, I, I feel like that stuff was always so strange to me. Like the, the love and the hate. Like like you said, they're talking shit, but then they're at the show. Yeah, won't say shit to
1: bad. Brings and they're face. going crazy. Not gonna say shit to them No And the whole place was a pit And I was like I need to do this I need to do this And you know what I did I went back Like two weeks later Carcass played Carcass Napalm I think it was Carcass Napalm Cathedral Brutal Truth Sick show And I was handing out flyers You know what I noticed At the Bad Brain show The cool motherfuckers With the Social D shirt And the fucking And the girlfriend With the shit They throw the flyer On the ground Actually, same thing at CB's. Like, I won't say who, but people that you know, big bands, that were in big bands, they throw my flyer on the ground. And I go, "I will fucking I say it, I would visualize in my mind, I'll be I'll headline over you. I'll be you'll be opening for me." <laughs> and they did. I love that shit. They did. Holy they have
0: shit.
1: So so I fucking then fucking love that, dude. At the Carcass show.
0: That's crazy.
1: They took my flyer. They were psyched. I the was metal like, show. yes, yeah, the metal show, yeah. So I was like, this is how, this is what we got to do. We got to, we got to bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. We got to get the kids who like Bad Rings, and we got to get the kids that like Carcass. Smart, but, but not the fucking cool motherfucker. The too cool for school. They impressed me, bro, in the back with his arms crossed. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the Fugazi shirt. Sorry.
0: No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so that first record on Victory was. Probably one of Victory's biggest records at, at ever at that point. I would say I remember yeah. hearing all about that and like how many it sold and just it was just that was that was. Um, Stayed on the Billboard charts for like
1: four years. Was or something. Death of Desire. Satisfaction is a death of desire. Satisfa- yep. Yeah. So that was Muhammad Ali had said he would never have gotten out of the ghetto and been a world champion if he was satisfied with what the ghetto was offering what the what life what society whatever you know he would have never challenged his ideas he would have never trained he said he like hated training so but he had to, that name yep he said he wow. had he had to train you know you had to get out of your comfort zone yeah nothing changes if nothing changes right so you got to get out of your fucking comfort zone you I don't want to stand in the rain and hand out flyers at Irving Plaza at Slayer all night freezing my ass off not have money to get back in the van yeah you know but I did it Yeah For that album With the stickers Yeah yeah And that show too Machine had opened For Slayer I won't say who threw The sticker on the ground But Damn They did open for us
0: Later on yeah right yep. Yeah yep. So wh- when that re- And we killed them With kindness Yeah Respect and shit Yeah So when that record Came out wh- What level was Hatebreed at Before that victory Record dropped It was just building And building And building that record Came out And that was just like Building and building Yeah Um. Got a Shout out
1: John Regan. Shout out Ignite. Yeah. Shout out all the promoters that booked us. Shout out Finberg. Oh yeah. It's all water under the bridge. You know what I mean? Mm Hmm. Um. Anybody that we had falling outs with? Shout out Ken Creedy. I never had a falling out with Ken Creedy. Just had to move on to a different agency. Yeah. It was sad because I, you know, I went and worked. I would take the train and I would drive. I would buy a car for five hundred dollars. I left so many cars on the fucking Hutchinson Parkway broken down on the fucking BQE on the. Like I would go in, I would take the train, I would do whatever I could. I would, I would listen to WSOU and go, "Fuck! I will, oh God, I hope one day I could get my song played." Because we man. would get WSOU in Bay Ridge.
0: Yeah. And you doing that by like what, what? What? What was that passion? What was that? What was in you? Like what was your? I know you're motivated because you love music, but you were so. I don't know. Pers- I don't know. you on top of your shit and. Because, all that. because every time I would try for a goal They would move the fucking goal post mm. I don't know if
1: it was just me Or if everybody had de- dealt With this yeah. but it would be like I, I want to get on this tour They took out this hardcore band Why won't they take out us Move the goal post So I I, I I would go Well they did this Why won't they do this They would move the goal post So I was like I need to fucking I need to rig the game in my favor. Okay. So by booking shows, I would be able to get little bits of tidbits of information. Mm. So I'd be like, I would and I would just network. I would be like, Hey like uh, that. Hey, you know, like um like Exodus was getting back together with Paul Bailoff and I love Bonded by Blood. Right? Yeah. Now I booked the shows. Now we we weren't able to play the shows because we had already been booked on another show, yeah. But I really wanted to play with Exodus. But the other show we got booked on was Machine Head, and then Finberg was their agent. I said, "Hey, what other dates are you selling? Oh, I'm selling a date to Pearl Street in Northampton. I'm selling a date to Babyhead or whatever, you yeah. know, Lupo's or whatever it was at the time. So then I would call because I had inf- inside information. <laughs> Yo, can I get on that show? Mm. Scott Lee put us on the show. Shout, Shout out to Scott Ogre.
0: Lee, Pearl Street. Yeah,
1: man. So then you know.
0: That's awesome.
1: Get to the show, give out the demo, sell the shirts, try to, you know, say, yo, Rob, come
0: on, man, hook us up. Right. You, yeah. You were hustling. I love that. And plus you booked shows, so you knew how it worked too. Right. How but the then,
1: but then when I started booking the tours, I thought, okay, so if I'm selling these promoters, like say newfound glory saves the day piebald, I booked that. Newfound Glory Was probably getting A hundred dollars a show Right Back then Saves the day Was getting A good paycheck Then I would go Get my commissions Now I had money for rent And the promoters Were psyched They got a good show So when Hapery Came through They would take care of us Because I was selling them Other shows Awesome So if we were opening For a band And the band was like Oh here you go You get a fucking Six pack of water And that's it Uh Promoters would be like Oh yo what's up How you doing You know Mm. And so just trying to like
0: you bring relationships yeah
1: network and and yeah. constantly you know because everybody would say that like hey man people you see on the way up or the people you see on the way down so exactly. you know you want it to be cool
0: yeah would people would people did people think that hate breed meant something that didn't when, when you when they first heard the band's name
1: no that was never a thing because we knew we knew sick of it all misfits um, You know, Hey Breeders was a fucking. Yeah. I mean, it was. You know, we were like, we're a hardcore crossover band punk, with punk and hardcore influences like we yeah. just took off the ERS. It was never an issue. It was only an mm. issue when the whiners, you know, look. You can only go to so many fucking kickball games and have them not pick you. Before you're like, I'm starting my own fucking game. My own kickball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So like, all right, Maximum Rock and Roll. They won't take my ad. This magazine. And so we were like, well, what the fuck? We're too metal for the punk and the hardcore shit. Yeah. We're too fucking hardcore. Metal maniacs won't even fucking review the album until the album was four years old. Wow. But then you know who would take the ads? You know who would review the album? You know who would put us on the death metal shit? Mm-hmm. We were in Pit Magazine and the underground death metal yeah. fanzines, and Six Feet Under put us on shows. And We did shows with fucking Immolation and Internal Bleeding and
0: yeah, Melodic Bands, too. You guys play with so many different diverse bands. Entombed, we did a tour of mm-hmm. it, but then we'd also
1: play with fucking Ignite and that's Lifetime. What I'm yeah, I know. I love
0: that. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's
1: like you got to just get in where you fit in. Like, yeah. I don't know how these. I don't know. I, I give these young bands a lot of credit because. Man, they deal with so much fucking clicky bullshit. Fucking, I thought we dealt with a lot of it, but Mm -hmm. at least like we would we would go to a show. Like we'd have a night off, we'd have no money. We would go to a show. We'd be like, "Yo, AFI, can we jump up and play some songs?" And they'd be like, "Yeah," Mm
2: -hmm. and they did. Yeah, and so awesome.
1: And so when they popped off, I was like, "Respect, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. they, They did it. Yeah, they cared, and it was like a Christian coffee. House bookstore show, and we're like fucking, we got like pentagrams on our flyers and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And they were nice enough to do shit like that. Like, I don't know. Can you do that nowadays? Can you show up to somebody's show and be like, yo, we're on tour, we have a night off, can we
0: play? Nobody's gonna fucking let you play. Talk to my manager, talk to my booking agent. Yeah. It's, like, it's me time. Yeah. Like, did you get Davey Havoc yet? Uh, I texted him about yesterday, actually. Yeah. I'm trying to lock him in. Yeah. I love him. I love great. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Was you on your podcast? No, I got to link up with him yeah. again.
1: I gotta break his balls about that video where they played Hate Oh
0: yeah, I heard about that. To get the I gotta he break his demosh during their video. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, Mark Webb, he he directed I Will Be Heard for us and and I was <laughs> bummed because I'm like, you didn't catch the dance, you didn't film the dancing correctly, but then you got it right for AFI
0: and they moshed to our music. Wow. So
1: the AFI video was so much better than our video.
0: Holy shit. Don't you think? Yeah, so yeah, I heard about it after they were marching, not to A5 but to Hapri. That's amazing. But he's
1: a great director. I mean, he did Five Hundred Days of Summer. He did Spider Man. I mean, he's he's a, such a talented. He oh, he shit. moved on from videos and and went on to like direct movies and stuff. He's he's amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, Mark how old, Webb. How old, shout out to Mark Webb. How old were you when you became a dad? Like, where he, where, where, where were you at when you yo? Were? He
1: was shook at the video show too. At the video set, yeah, because people were wiling out Oh, your was, video set Yeah, it was Worcester Oh, And we shit. were having all sorts of internal band problems We, our, uh, I don't want to It was a stressful situation It was stressful There was there was some really, really gnarly things going on behind the scenes Damn Yeah But, you know, hey, that's, how, that's life You're young You get a good
0: energy from it, though, maybe
1: I mean, it set the fucking world on fire for us I mean, yeah. still, we closed Last night, we closed with that song Yeah
0: And the whole place is singing it it's crazy. Um, can't wait till my son's sees you because he likes heavy heavy music now. His favorite band Slipknot. And like he's That's like, he, great. He's yeah, we had
1: this band on tour with us and we were like, Yo,
0: Toby's son loves you guys. Oh, oh Fear for Not Top. Yeah. Team. Dude, they lo- he loves them, man. Yeah, they're hard. They're good. They're That's awesome. a good band. And homeboy from uh, he was in Terror Zone a Hardcore Kid.
1: Oh yeah, Pat Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah I forgot that he was in that band Yeah, yeah Yeah, um, yeah I was like Yeah, Max Because I, I was telling him That I saw you guys in uh, Europe Czech Republic Yeah, And I was yeah. like Yeah, Max Because Max was just Hanging with me on the bus On my Talking about music On my yeah. Josta tour
0: He's stoked to see you, dude Because he, he loved Hanging out with you that time And like Yeah He put great. two and two together That you're the guy in hate And so like He's been listening to you guys, and yeah, it's gonna be cool. I was like,
1: "You got good taste, man. You got good taste of music because <laughs> I love all that." Sh- He's that shit. He's just a
0: death now an obituary, all this yeah. other shit now. Oh, um, so, what was it like when you became a dad? Did that change anything for you? And how old were you?
1: Yeah, I was twenty. Gonna be twenty-one or ni- no? Was I
0: nineteen? Gonna I mean, ni- be no a young dad. She was man. born in
1: January, so I just turned. I just turned twenty-one. Wow. Or yeah, I was four months. Four and months so,
0: where, where 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 were you at that point in your life at twenty-one years old? Oh, my
1: God. Dude, you know what's fucked up? I was out in the front. I bought a Jetta. Sick. Like, with like 117,000 miles on it or something. (laughs) And I was out in the front of... Shout out to Lorenzo. Oh, yeah. I saw him yesterday. You did? I saw him yesterday. He's in town. No way. I got to hit him up. Yeah, I saw him yesterday. So we're out in the front. She didn't want us drinking in the house. You know, my daughter's a baby. We're out in the front of my old apartment where this motherfucker wouldn't even fix the front railing, and it's snow and it's icy, and I'm like, yo, my girl's got a baby. got to walk down the steps. you got to fix the fucking railing, this scumbag motherfucker. And I'm like, dude, I was telling Lorenzo, I'm like, we sold all these fucking records. This, where are our fucking royalties? Where is the fucking money? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Like, why are we paying for fucking Best Buy? The record's four years old. Why are we getting charged for all this fucking... You know, all this shit, yeah, it's right? That's a whole different... Yeah, yeah. And we're we're in
0: the front of my fucking... That was Victory, right?
1: Yeah, we, I guess we could say it now because he sold the label, right? I think I signed some... I just saw that. I, I don't know what... I
0: don't need million. to be
1: getting sued, so let's just fucking... Let's just say this. So I'm in the front, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, I gotta fucking... I, I can't live here anymore. I gotta really fucking do this, man. Like, this is... Like, I gotta fucking... I gotta blow this shit up. Like we mm-hmm. and we're drinking a fucking twelve pack of natural. Sounds like you're ice. hanging on eight mile or something. Dude. We we're God. drinking, <laughs> we're drinking in the front of my fucking house. In front eight of my miles, apartment. Yeah. yeah. And and uh I'm like, I gotta do this shit for real. You're about like, to
0: write lose yourself. And she's like, she's like, get the fuck out of here. She's like, get
1: my my girl, she's like, don't be fucking drinking in front of the house, like in the car, like losers. Crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, Lorenzo, we're not losers, man. Like we can't, we can't be doing this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Outside the fucking freezing too. Damn. Yeah. We've yeah, that's that... cr- it's crazy. Yeah,
1: he's like doing he's like on the fucking show with The Rock and shit. He is? He's yeah. on he's
0: on Hustle. uh Ballers. He is? Yeah. What's he doing on there? I don't know. He was on a couple episodes. He looks like an actor. I saw him. He looks good, man. That's crazy. He's on there. Holy shit. Yeah um all right so you, when you became a daddy like 21 and then what so they're like fuck i really gotta now i got a kid now i'm fucking got to get out of this this fucking apartment this house oh I, yeah I my father was on. like
1: my father was like you gotta go that's it
0: but you, you, you had a record that sold a lot of copies at that point yeah like a lot of, hundreds of thousands of copies yeah i mean you know, you <clears> know what though i think we all kind of
1: this was when we still the the collective consciousness of the scene was don't talk about money. Yeah, it's not about money. If you care about money, you're a bad person. That was what we were sold. That's what we were told. And again, not to go back to Fugazi, but you know there were bands that were able to do it, and they that was their thing, and that was fine. Yeah. But their parents were rich, man. They they came they 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 had a house. Hmm. They they they. And even if they weren't rich, they were upper middle class. Well, people, yeah, 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 yeah. And that would, like, my father was, like, trying to keep his new marriage together, trying to keep his new job, like, and I'm in there, like, booking shows and and fucking borrowing money and, you know, like... Even on that record, success? And, yeah, man. Because it was, like, robbing Peter to pay Paul.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like...
1: Do a tour, come back, Fuck. but the but the first tour where we came back with money was a several tour tour.
0: Was that the first uh, main big support tour you guys had? Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, what well, I I owe I really owe like was I that a owe rise? It, I owe, no. It was uh it was this Oops. was when Derek joined the band. KS, oh okay okay okay. So I really owe like Derek and and Andreas and Paulo and, and Igor. Like I we should I got to team up. I just did a song with Max. Like I'm cool with both. Yeah, awesome. Right, but I do want to like. I should repay Andreas and Derek and them because that was a big deal. Like they took our gear on the truck and stuff so that we could, like, actually sleep on the mattress in the van and not be on top of the gear. Damn. And then by doing that, Super everybody nice. went home with money. Yeah. Because we weren't wasting money on the hotels and yeah, 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 you know. So then I was like, well, shit. Now I can pay the rent. I can pay because my daughter was having some health problems, so I was, could pay for the medicine <laughs> and, yeah. and pay for like a buterol and the asthma machine and the. And the, the treatments and the mm. allergies. and But then, you know, we would go to doctors and they'd be like, well, you know, is there smoking going? Yeah, the fucking upstairs neighbor's fucking smoking like a chimney. We live mm. by fucking this horrible company who, who I won't say, you know, their name because I don't want a fucking lawsuit. But they pay the fines. Yeah. They pay the fines to dump in the air. And every morning, you know, we would smell it in the air. That sucks. And then my daughter would be coughing and being sick, and we're like, "Yo, we gotta move away from this shit." Fuck! They pay the fines to pollute. There's so many people on my old street that got sick.
0: Still happening now?
1: Yeah, that got cancer. They there was a street behind us that co- they called the Cancer Alley oh, from this fucking eggs shit. Shit from this fucking company dumping into the air. Jesus, man! All their fucking pollution. They'd rather Fuck. pay the fines that's crazy right but you can't like when you so then somebody who's like oh fuck you for your ten dollar fucking thing yeah motherfucker you live out in the fucking suburbs where the air is fucking clean and -hmm. your parents fucking bought you your car that you go to the fucking shows with yeah and like don't like who the fuck
0: are you to tell me exactly exactly so how soon after did you get out of there and get a house or like
1: oh perseverance that first check came in sick yeah i was like Thank God. Thank you, Monty you Lipman. Crib. Thank you, Avery Lipman, for getting us to buying us out of our deal. Is and getting on. No, on Universal. Yeah. Universal, okay. Oh, my God. I changed everything. Yeah, and then everybody, before the record came out, everybody was like, oh, they're going to sell out. There's sellouts. They signed a Universal. I was like, yes. Yes, we're sellouts. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Like <laughs> I could pay for the medicine. I have health insurance. Can I have a house. A I yeah. have a pool. I have a car. It was
0: amazing. Wow. Yeah, I have Huge. dignity. Yeah. And like, you worked hard for it, dude. It wasn't yeah. handed to you, man. Yeah. I paid your dues and then some. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Yep. So I could pay my changing. mom's phone bill. I could pay my mom's heat. I can do all this shit. I could put my friend's bands on tour. I could put my friend's records out. I could pay Still for their
0: born. videos. Yeah. Yeah. So that label helped out a lot of people too, your label. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: and you know what? Hey, listen. When the shit went down We didn't see the forest Through the trees You gotta have those failures You know yeah. what I mean Like I could've I should've Weathered the storm But I couldn't At that point You know Just it's fine Shut the label down It's fine No big deal
0: Yeah how many it, years Was it up for?
1: <laughs> A long fucking time man Yeah 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 But it, That's the thing Like look at Look at I was um, I was messaging uh, Travis Barker um, This morning Or last night And um you know, like with Lasalle. Yeah. You know, I used to bother him all the time. Look, we have all had projects that have fallen through. Yeah. You know that they can't all be these massively successful things. And what do you do? You bounce back. You do other projects. You I collaborate with other people. You do what you got to do. You know. Yeah.
0: You worked on that Isaac release too. It was on there. I didn't. Yeah. I was, you was. I there. was
1: bothering him so much. Now I look back and I go. We were laughing about that when I had. When I had E on the podcast, we were laughing about that. We were pu- talking about Punishers because we, because look, we're fighting for the artists. We're, fi- yeah. we're we're like, yo, we need this tour, we need this, we need that. You don't realize that, you know, if 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 they don't, if a label doesn't have the big tent pole artist, like okay, you don't like Nickelback? Well, guess what? Nickelback paid for Supremacy <laughs> the album. Mm. Slipknot and Nickelback If that wasn't on Roadrunner We wouldn't have You don't like Godsmack True. Well guess what Godsmack and and, and and Cash Money That money gave us the money To get on Universal Yeah So that's the thing It's like point.
0: the point f- I can say that by Offspring and Rancid too For Epitaph For our two records It's because of them We got the money And got taken care of Right the Same thing It all trickles down It all trickles yeah. down Yeah
1: So if you're on a label And you're like one of these guys Like oh why doesn't this band You know why does this band Got all the money Like and I was that guy. Yeah. You know, we sold just as many records as Megadeth and Trivium when we were all on Roadrunner. But we don't get the push because we're associated with hardcore. Mm. We don't get the big budget videos because we're associated with hardcore.
0: That's how the fucking, that's how the 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 the, the cards fall. Does it, does it bother you or always bother you or not anymore?
1: It used to. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? That's how it goes. They they don't look every, and this will go back to the Bad Brain shit and the Caroline shit. Yeah. When I went to meet with them, oh, I, I had a conversation about the Ramones because they were, they, I loved the Ramones. And when they played Toads, they were in a van. Always. And I was like, and I loved Pet Cemetery, man. I was like, I so love that album. I listened to that album last night on the plane. So good. Um, brain Drain. Great I mean, brain album. Drain, yeah. yeah. So the guy laughed at me in the meeting. He goes, that album's a flop. It only sounds scanned for that time, even with the big song in the movie. Yeah. It only sounds scanned 38,000 records. So he told me, like, that's, the, that's the, the Ramones, one of the greatest punk bands of all time. Mm. Same thing when I took other meetings at other labels. Oh, Sick of It All was on Atlantic. They only sold 50,000 records or 60,000 records or whatever it was. So that's it. That's all you'll ever do. So what I had to do was go, no. Your fucking ceiling does not apply to me. Because if I believe that, then I'm going to manifest that.
0: 100%.
1: But if I believe that I'm going to sound scan 10 times what the Ramones sound scanned, which we ended up doing with Perseverance, Rise of Brutality, Supremacy, and self Title, you know, four four or five records in a row to be able to do that, that's because... You have to envision that type of shit to manifest it. Yeah. And it's no diss to anybody in their sales. It's just like, but that's, you're being held to a flame Mm -hmm. that, you know, that these other bands had created. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't because they weren't great bands. It was because the labels didn't fucking market it right or they didn't fucking, or they didn't take the right tour or there was internal problems or you never know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you have to make your
0: own lane and... I love that. And, And it's funny because... The way, the way your band sounds and the name of your band and people looking at it from an outside perspective or not, not even knowing you personally, you have a total PMA. Like what you just said, is like a direct quote from Napoleon Hill who created PMA is what the what the mind can um, conceive and believe it can achieve. And you just said that basically that everything, you put it out there, like you put that PMA juju out there and believed in yourself, believed in Hapri, believed everything you did and you made it actually happen. You know what I'm saying? Well, That's yeah. pretty amazing, man. Ha- like you've, you have a strong mind for that and like focus, regardless if you're sober or not. You know what I'm saying? Like you stayed focused on like <clears throat> your baby, which was hatebreed You know what I'm saying? Like well, I
1: always loved all that shit. Like yeah. I loved, I loved like Dr. Wayne Dyer and and Tony Robbins and fucking Deepak and all that stuff. And people, you know, now still till this day, they diss, they diss all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, but it's what are you? It's all fake shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, but what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's it's fucking snake oil salesman and this and that. Not if you don't pay. I wasn't paying for fucking no Tony Robbins seminar, mm-hmm. but I was taking the good out of it. Same thing I, I yeah. did with the Bible. I yeah. don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in Jesus. Yeah. But you know what? There's some good shit that I can take and apply and like, use. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if
0: you're definitely like, an optimist.
1: Like, if I go and, and if I go to the the, the soup kitchen. And I go and and I fucking ladle some some soup into some bowls, right? Nobody sees it. I'm gonna talk about it, or whatever. But that's what Jesus would do. That what's wrong with that? So anybody who's saying that this this shit's foofy or corny or whatever, yeah. All right, well, you're saying that you're
0: not going and doing anything. Just talking, man. Just right? Talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So you consider yourself pretty much a optimist.
1: Yeah, and I think honestly, I think the people that aren't, I think it's just depression, man.
0: Mm. I do because
1: I've been so depressed, where I've been pessimistic every, and irritated, yeah. and think everything's whack and everybody's an asshole, and I don't want to hang out and I don't want to do this, I don't want to see anybody. And I know, so I I don't even I don't even like, I don't even try to like pass judgment anymore. I just I just try to put out in the into the universe like, man, help these people, help these these poor souls, give them some fucking relief. Yeah. Totally, and even after all the financial shit, like all the, uh, you know, like the greed of 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 these labels and of the promoters and stuff, and uh, and of the merch companies, and you know, like people don't understand. They go, "Oh, Jossie, you're all about the money." I go, "Well, how does it feel when you you walk outside and your shirts are being bootlegged, your statements you 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 don't agree with you 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 feel, and, and then the fans are downloading your record for free, and you feel like all this." Energy and time that you put into this art And you put into the packaging and the creative And the writing and the lyrics yeah. and the touring And you feel like you're being ripped off on every angle Right? It's at some point you go I'm still gonna do it Even in spite of all that I'm still I'm gonna to do yeah. it Do it anyway mm-hmm. Right? Yeah And why? Because greed is just another bottomless vice, man these people that are, that are doing this shit that are that are they can't get enough.
0: Yeah, and they're still unhappy. It's so true, man. It's so true. It's powerful shit, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. So okay. Yeah. 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 Fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. Go like
1: like, and we won't say where, but we've both been there. Yeah. Where you go outside and they're like, "Yo, don't don't bark up that tree." I mean, we did one time in Philly, and it kind of. You know, it, it was a problem where we had to go and take the shirts and then there was fear of repercussions mm. and and, you know, they're going to slash your tires or they're going to fuck you up or they're going to yeah, send yeah. dudes after you, whatever. But, yo, you're selling our fucking shirts. You didn't do the work. You're bootlegging our shit. Right. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? If you need the money that bad. What what, what can I do, man? Yeah. Like, just hope that. That greed. I hope that that money goes to pay for somebody's fucking school lunch health or, or something. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, It's it's crazy in South America. There's so many bootlegs in Mexico and and like really nice families. I go out there. We go out there and we try to get some of the merch. Some of it's really dope and you ask them to give you some. I'm in the band. They give it to you and shit. But I get it. It's their hustle. It's their livelihood for a lot of people, man, for sure. Yeah. What are you going to do, you know? Do you have any regrets in your life? No. You're the third person this week that said no, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's I mean awesome. Like a hard no.
1: Yeah. Look, that look, the whole fuck you mentality, like, oh, you you didn't like me moshing at your show and you didn't do the you know, you you threw my sticker on the ground, you threw my flyer on the ground. Yo, know, that 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 fire can only fucking fuel you for so long. Right? Totally. And that's the same fire that's like regret. Mm-hmm. So what's the saying it's like you know that that if you're holding on to that rope eventually you're going to get like the rope burn whereas if yeah, you let yeah, go yeah. yeah now you got <laughs> now you got this whole fucking new lane to go down so yeah. so yeah i mean if there's anybody that's at a different place that's listening to this that needs to keep that fire burning i get it but yeah. at some point you know you do need to think i mean sure do i want to Do I wish that I didn't miss the birthdays and didn't miss the, the funerals and the and the and the various sacrifices
0: of being the band, right?
1: But you know what? I mean, just the other night, we're front row. We're at Post Malone. It's my girl's. I saw the videos. It was awesome. Yeah, my daughter, my girl. I knew it had
0: to be with your daughter.
1: Yeah, my my girlfriend and my daughter. Like they're the two most important people in my life, and they're so happy and they thank me sometimes every day, for the life that they have. And so, like, yeah, it's I get it. fucking awesome, man. You know, my sister wrote me last night, you know, was like, you've been such a, uh, you know, a positive influence. Uh, influence in my kids' lives, you know. So, like, that, you got to look at it half full. You can't go, oh, I missed another birthday. I missed another, you know, you got yeah. to think, think, you know, like, dude, we were at the fucking... We were on the sidelines. We we're fucking talking to the players. We're Drew Brees it was right there. I'm with my nephew. I'm like it was amazing. I'm Sick. like, this is what major label deals and fucking
0: blue apron and but also your connections and, and your and your you know what I mean, your relationships. But but your hard work. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Like these are things that we would have
0: Some back random, in the day, random yeah, random perks that are awesome like in real life with your family and like relatives and cousins and get to do cool shit with them. Like it's like real life shit that they really love right? because of we, what you've done and built too. It's that we would have awesome. probably
1: been like, Oh no, we can't do that when we were 14, 15. Yeah. But now we see that life's short. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, it's a finite amount of time we're here. Let's not be burdened on people. Um, let's, let's lift each other up where we can. Let's let the kids have a fucking good time. You're not going to your grave with it, so you might as well spend it on a fucking concert ticket or a record or very
0: true or a
1: nice meal or a fucking treat yourself or a hike or a nice vacation up to a whatever or or even just like you did like a a movie like just go to the Joker.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah,
1: because there's people listening to this that probably don't have the fucking fifteen bucks to go to the Joker. Yeah. And maybe they maybe they don't have it because, you know, they they they're in a spot and they need to fucking get out of it. They need to get out of that spot and get mm-hmm. into a position where they could be doing something better, where they're going to have something to show.
0: Yeah. What do you think? What do you think the, the key has been to your success and your longevity career at this point? Just show up. You Just yeah. got to keep
1: showing up. That's it. I was talking to Butch about that this morning, too, like. I mean, dude, think about Butch. He comes from like Cartersville, fucking Georgia. Came out here in the glam scene. Did a record with Desmond Child. H. Walker, yeah, right. Then now produces Pink, Weezer, Green Day. Fuck. Beautiful studio on Santa Monica. Solo artists. Mm-hmm. You know, if if he Pretty had amazing. if he had given up when when the glam shit died. And oh, oh yeah, glam is dead. Grunge took over. Fuck you. Remember how everybody was like relishing yeah. that? That's when the new lane opens up. Oh, glam failed. Your 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 record failed. You got dropped from your label. If you just gave up and you went back to Carter'sville, you wouldn't be out here fucking writing songs with Pink and It's crazy, man. And 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 and, and Green Day. Yeah, I like that. Show up. Show up and don't don't let Somebody say like, oh, your shit's fucking dead. You know how many times, dude, I remember this girl. I won't say who you, I know you know her. And I know you know the band she manages. Satisfaction had been out for like two years. And it was like, it was, we had been. we Did a million tours on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like, you already grabbed everybody in hardcore you could grab. And she said, your 15 minutes of fame are over. And I was like, okay, bitch. Watch Like that But that <laughs> You know what I mean So like Yeah That like But that That also that burns you That inspires you
0: to go even harder Yeah Right
1: but it also burns you In the end Yeah Cause you can't fucking You can't have it both ways mm-hmm. You can't be like Fuck you Fuck you Fuck you I'm gonna do all this stuff In spite of everybody You also have to Pay it forward And try to be a positive person and, Yeah Yeah But fuck. yeah Butch was talking about I don't know if we talked about this on my show or what, but he's talking about he had a falling out with Desmond Child, and then he, uh, and then he saw him later on, and it was like they picked up right where they left off, and uh, and I'm having Desmond on my show, sick. So I can't wait to talk about fucking Aerosmith and Bon Jovi <laughs> and fucking, and I mean the Think about the songs that guy wrote, the hits that guy, yeah yeah. Yo, he yeah. wrote Poison. For Alice Cooper. Oh, shit. Remember that shit? Yeah, I do. With your lips up. That's venomous. awesome, man. You were too cool for school by that point. You were like, I'm not down with none. You were like, I'm fucking down with GB. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. GB
0: only. <laughs> Shout out to Civ. Hell yeah. Um, I think we talked about Walter. Shit. Shout out to Walter.
1: I emailed Walter. What's up, man? Where Hit me back. Um, Come on the show. It was that stupid, that stupid <laughs> shit where they put out like quick people's. It was some stupid pull quote. We didn't mean it like how it sounded, like quicksand's not hardcore. It wasn't that. It was that that it was post hardcore or whatever it was. Oh, you did the poll. Okay. It didn't have the So I was like, damn, I hope we didn't offend them. But I had Sergio on my show and he was yeah. like, nah, nah, it's all good. Yeah, but I, I still haven't Sergio. heard back from Walters. Love so.
0: Sergio, love Deftones. Tones.
1: Shout out to Deftones. Tones. How long we talk for? Hour and forty, baby. It's pretty good. Kind of like twenty minutes. was
0: really great, man. I think we covered a lot of things I want to talk to you about. I want to thank you for everything you contributed to music, everything you continue to do. Um I wanna thank and I'm you. I'm proud of you.
1: I'm proud of you. I'm I thank you for being you. D- and don't don't sweat these idiots on Instagram and social media and stuff. Like just do Magers. you, man. Just be you, man. Thank Look, you. Look, like it's it's hard to live a life and th- you're not being a burden on anybody. There there. that's th- them their own flaws or what they see online. And that's all they're doing is they're holding up a mirror to themselves. It has nothing to do with you at all, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just happen to be the photo that popped up in their feed. Totally, yeah. Totally. I like those diplomat socks, too. Thank you, man. I did a I tried to pitch back in the day. I told I don't know if I told Butch this, too, cuz he's like a big Ace fan. I took that loop from New York Groove. Dun, 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 no, from Snowblind. Okay. Off the Ace freely solo record. Dun, 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 dun. I put a beat to it, and I sent it to Jim Jones, but he didn't. He didn't use it. Really? Yeah, but I want. That was when Jim was
0: hot directing
1: videos. So you were
0: doing beats too for a second.
1: I just yeah here and there. I know,
0: I know they have hip hop too.
1: I did a yeah because I did a I did a song with K- DJ Khaled. I pitched a song to Fat Joe, he didn't use. I pitched a song to Jim Jones, he didn't use. Damn. I pitched a song. After I pitched a couple, yo they like Fat Joe hates rock music. Okay, and which it's fine. I love Fat Joe. He's always every time I see him, he's so cool. Okay, he's so nice. Love him too. And that's just not his thing. Yeah, but I, I respect. He ended up being on the the remix. I think of. The DJ Khaled song Okay and He probably doesn't even like the music But It was just <laughs> It was just riffs from my first Josta solo album anyways. Oh that's cool though So man. it was like I, I got paid twice So fucking Wow That's cool you did that Yeah I got so much hate mail for that So much Fuck man DJ Khaled sucks What does he do This And this is before he was even big Mm-hmm Right yeah. Like. In that, just again, it just makes me go back to the whole thing, like just yeah, words. It's just words. It's just words. The words don't hurt. Come it on, don't. we're
0: forty. Fuck, how old are you? Forty nine. Yeah, words don't
1: hurt. I mean, come on.
0: The only pains that matter to me, are my wife and my sons. And in, in reality, you know what I'm saying. I'm sure it's the same thing for you,
1: right? If you don't know them personal, personally, don't take it personal.
0: That's a good point too. <laughs> uh, what, what, real quick, was Post Malone good? It was a, a great whole, show.
1: Whole cliche podcast. It's like the fucking cliche after cliche. Um, no, yeah, it was great, man. It was it was was great. Shout out to Ange, shout out to Adam. He's down for New York hardcore. His photographer.
0: Oh, nice! I didn't know that. Post
1: Malone's photographer. Yeah, Um, he's super
0: talented, man.
1: Oh yeah, he doesn't even need that shit, yo. When he does the song without any of the effects on his voice, his voice is even better. Hmm. A lot of those guys are like that. T Pain, yeah. Like go, go YouTube T Pain like singing with no auto tune. Okay. He doesn't even need it. Okay. It's just that's their brand. It's their style, yeah. It's it's like it's like their it's like their trademark. Yeah. So like if you you remember when like Metallica cut their hair, people are all pissed off. Totally. If Post Malone takes off the the effect on his voice, people yeah. are gonna be all pissed off. Even Good though point. his actual voice is amazing. He doesn't even need
0: autotune. That's interesting to use that, yeah. I think it's probably a lot of people like that too. Kanye can actually sing without autotune too i don't know about that okay i think you're going i think you're. <laughs> i can play. Some, i can play some maybe audio that's future that. maybe that's future he's
1: a little he he's a little he's a little pitchy in some parts. but you
0: love hip-hop you always loved hip-hop oh yeah 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 the 90s were the best we had the such best. east coast shit man
1: i i gotta stop though with the old man shit because i i it, you know what these kids let them like what they like i i was i was on that whole tip and it's not cool. Just let them like what they like. Like, Especially,
0: yeah, my son loves all that mumble
1: stuff. I, I would, I would go, I would go. What would I say to my nephew? I go, I go. We had Rock Kim, we had Mob Deep, we had, we <laughs> had Cool G Rap. I go, you got Lil Pump, <laughs> this garbage so- or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? No, I was like, stop being a hater. Mm-hmm. Let Lil Pump do his yeah. thing. He never did nothing to me. Yeah. And Lil Pump, because because who was it? He was. Because then my nephew wanted the fucking slippers They were like $300 slippers Gucci little, slips Oh my because god Because of his song Jesus oh, Gucci flip flops I go they're shit. made in China for $4 And when they don't sell they burn them Because they don't want them to be ever discounted So mm. what Gucci does is they go and they bring them out to a fucking pit In a fucking desert And they burn Holy them shit. Because they don't ever want to have items on clearance Because it, it's fake scarcity Fake
0: value I'm Trying to explain this
1: to my I've nephew I've never known that
0: That's fucking incredible
1: that's a lot of clothes a lot of clothing companies do that man because they don't want the purses a purse for 10 grand they're not going to mark it down to 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 a hundred bucks meanwhile just well i don't want to get any lawsuits so we'll leave it at that
0: (laughs) all right thank you Jamie. this is awesome i'm sure we're gonna do a part two and part three Toby i could talk to you for hours it was thank you brother all right man appreciate it bye hey guys thanks for listening um please rate review uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast please do that and whatever platform you are listening to this on i'm glad you found me you can rate me and review me on there also so thank you guys sincerely for the support i cannot wait for you guys to the next one